Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm so sorry. I'm going to do better. I'm not good with, with uh, recordings. This reminds me of the first broadcast. But I'm going to get better. <clears throat> I came to do... With Carolyn, I hadn't came, I hadn't been here. I think it was fall time, but I didn't realize how hot it was still in the fall. And I had like a leather suede <laughs> jacket on. Can it be leather and suede? Yeah, it was like half leather and then it had suede on it. It was black or tan, I can't remember. And it was so hot. And on that note, I'd like to welcome you to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, serious. I no, I was starting. Oh, yeah, I was <laughs> I was being serious. We're doing keeping it. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> we can't be keeping, he said. That's right. Because that's not casual. Oh. To oh. be casual, you have to say, keep it casual with Pastor Carolyn. Welcome to the podcast. Here we Today, go. Today, I have Jenna <laughs> Joyner <laughs> joining me. <laughs> No, I, th- I thought this would be such a great time because, you know, everything can be so formal all the time, but I know that there's lots of women out there, lots of moms that just want to know, like, real stuff. Yes. Are you real, Jenna? I am as real as Keeping it gets. Keeping it real <laughs> with Jenna. That's going to be and the next podcast we start. as it gets. <laughs> no, um, but today we wanted to talk about uh, protecting our kids because I get a lot of um, moms that are even fearful to have kids. They look at this world and they say, uh, you know, I-, I don't even know if I should have kids. Look what's going on. But, you know, in the Bible, obviously, we-, we know that it says in Genesis to be fruitful and multiply. And all throughout the Bible, it talks about how God is our protector. You yeah. know, the son that was sent to us, Jesus, as as protecting. Uh, but I want to really get into and I know you have a testimony and you want to share some stuff with us today. And I was telling her that I don't even know. <laughs> I know all the <laughs> stuff she's going to share today. So so my reaction will probably be the same as your reaction. <laughs> no, because it, it's important that, you know, God has given us the greatest gifts. You know, when we become parents, to me, that's the greatest gift yes. that that we can be entrusted with. Yeah. But at the same time, we have to work at it. And I think yeah. sometimes, you know, uh, all of our lives look different. You know, some of us watching are married. Some of us watching could be single moms. And so, you know, that's where the church steps in and helps helps out the single moms when when they don't have that extra you know, role model in, in the house, the extra parent in the house. But as, as someone who is married and we have fathers, it's just all different situations we come from. But at the end of the day, we have a heavenly father and we have the word of God that can help us. The Holy spirit lead us, guide us into all truth and, and what we're doing as a parent. But I think the most important thing to realize is we are the ultimate responsibility. Yep. Sometimes we get busy with work, we get tired, we have things that come up, situations, 
And we as parents can sometimes tend to let our guard down. And that's that's what this podcast is all about. And I wanted to like share with everyone is how one, you know, how we can avoid certain situations. Yeah. And also encourage, uh, you know, the ladies watching the moms because mom is a full time job. Right. And whether, then some. <laughs> whether, and then some. Whether you yeah. whether you have also work a job or, you know, which yeah. Jenna does it all. She wears the hat of this ministry and but she's also a full-time mom and does it gracefully and she looks like this every day and if you guys could see my feet right now (laughs) (laughs) and they're fine her toes are painted they're fine um you know so I just want kind of wanted to get in that today on protecting our kids yeah no it's 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 super important uh one thing that I told you earlier was about how my mom's always called me a helicopter mom, but there's, there's, I, I've always told her and I, and I tell other people is that God has trusted me with the right. two girls, not anybody else, but trusted Ralph right. and I. And so I, I'm kind of at that point where I don't take a lot of advice from a whole bunch of different people. You know, it's very, very select few and it's people who are godly parents and so I'm very protective about, I mean, you know that, about who my girls are around. Um, you have to be. Yes. And, and, and there's reasons, uh, like we talked about, I do have a testimony of things that have happened to me in the past because my parents weren't that way. And so, and, and no, you know, no fault of theirs, um, but we were just in environments that we never had any business being in because of that. They were tired. They worked a lot. They were young parents. You know, and so you do get like that where you're like, man, I'm tired. I just want a break. It's okay if they go here. Yeah. It's okay if they go there. And things you don't know. You know what I mean? Like you haven't had other, you know, maybe they didn't have parents that were hands on. You know what I mean? So it's like they're working in the knowledge they had at the time. Right. Or, you know, saved, unsaved. You just, that's what I'm saying. Every situation's different. Oh, yeah. But I want this podcast to be something that's able to teach, you know, other young moms out there. Maybe there's not, I get a lot of messages from, from people that, you know, well, how do I do this? Or how do I do that? Cause maybe they didn't have mm-hmm. that teaching, but there's so many things that we can avoid Yes, that our children don't have to go through. Right. You know, even with my, with my own parents, like I'll take everything from every situation and then you apply it in your own yes. life as parenting. Yep. Um, so that's what we're gonna gonna uh, get into today is how we can protect our kids and not live in fear. There's no reason that we need to live in fear uh, to have kids, to raise kids. I feel like if we would do less time praying to not be fearful, to not, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I gotta, I gotta pray and. Uh, Plead the blood of Jesus and a hedge right. of protection over my kids and angels. And yeah, we do pray that. But I feel like we spend all of our time praying and not parenting. Yeah. Well, and then I think, too, if you're walking around in fear, it takes the joy of parenting away. You're always on right. edge. You're, right. you're something always, bad's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen. You're always on edge. And right. being a parent is one of the most joyful things yeah. I've ever uh had to do and I mean so yeah you can't walk around like that you can't walk around constantly thinking that something bad is going to happen to them and yes you're taking care of another life 
it's a great responsibility. Yeah. But God's trusted you to do it because yeah. he knew you were able to do it. And you can do it. Yes. And so yeah. um, there's great books out there to read that are helpful. But I always say at the end of the day, if we didn't have any of that other knowledge out there, other material to go to, we have the word of God. Yeah. And he's going to help us, parent. And he's going to teach us. And he's got the ultimate answers and the right way to do things. But like I said, we spend more time praying and less time doing the parenting part. Yeah. And I know people are like, what the heck do you even mean by that? But through your testimony and what we'll talk about today, you can kind of see that like, you know, we can't be naive. Right. You know, like I was telling Ted the other day, like, you know, there's a few other things I'm going to like, I am already aware of what, you know, Madeline has certain boundaries. Um, She's my 13-year-old, in case you're listening you know, and watching for the first time. She's my oldest, and she's a very good girl. Very. You know what I mean? Like, very. Loves the Lord and everything. But why? This is what Ted and I were talking. Like, you know, I was like, well, I want to know a little bit more. I, I, can, I, do, I, I see her text. What do you mean you see your daughter's text? Well, she lives under my roof. Mm-hmm. I, I, pay her, I pay her life right now. <laughs> Right. I pay her life. So I'm going to see what, you know, people are like, well, that's her business. No, it's my business. Right. Why? Because I'm the parent. It's my business to know what my daughter's texting, who she's talking to, who she has permission to give her phone number to. Yeah. You know, a lot of parents think that. They do. They're out there and they're thinking, well, that's that's the, her privacy. Well, you know, when she goes off and she's on her own and she's paying her own way, then she can have her own privacy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that I mean, that's like a whole other thing. I think that parents give uh, children too much privacy, yeah. too much you right. know, leeway. And so. So Ted and I said that I said, you know, I. She's a good girl and she really like she is. listens, is filled with the Holy Spirit and listens. I said to Ted, but that would be naive of us to just go by that because there will be a time in life where there's a temptation. Mm-hmm. There's something that's in her way that's going to say, hey, you gonna, are you going to go this way, going to go that way. So why open that door and not equip her? Right. Why open that door and not, you know, protect her? That's what we're talking about. Yeah from having to make that decision. There's going to be plenty of time. You know, they're only here with us for a little it's bit. It's such a of short time, time. that um uh you know, we we kind of almost take the reins off at such a young age nowadays because mm-hmm. the world tells us and I'm very that they much need against independence what that the they world need. tells me to do. Yeah. I almost like if it if they if I hear something, I'm challenged to do the opposite. I get really ornery that way. So that's how I kind of like teach parents to be. Yeah. Like you can't you can't go by what they say, their independence, what they're allowed to watch, you know, because we we deal with that. Yep. YouTube. Well, this is good from zero to five. But I, I want to tell parents that are listening right now, if you don't feel like it's good for your zero to five year old or the age group six to twelve then you go by what the yeah. Holy Spirit's telling you. I don't go by what YouTube, kid YouTube tells me is okay for my kid. You right. know what I mean? There might be a show in there from 6 to 12 that I don't want my kids watching. So we have to learn as as Holy Ghost, Spirit-filled women of God. You know, I always say, like, it, it's not the fivefold ministry that's called the women of God. If you're a child of God and you living for the Lord, you are a woman of God, to go by what God's word says, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so I want to know, 
let, let's talk about kind of your childhood and how you were brought up and some of the situations <laughs> and things you went through. And I don't know why you're laughing at me. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, so on. <laughs> tell me, Jenna. Yeah. No. So I grew up, I had great parents, so I, I had good parents. Um, but uh, they were not saved um, as, you know, they were raising my sister and I. My mom is, my parents are from southern West Virginia, so not the best part of West Virginia, right? So just not a lot going on there. And um, my grandmother had my mom when she was 16 okay. and then gave her up for adoption. And then um, my uh Dad grew up in a home that there was just like a lot of abuse, a lot of depression, things like that. Like my grandfather ended up committing suicide. I mean, just like really heavy stuff. So um, that's where they came from. Right. And so that's uh, what they saw. Yeah. What family life looks like. Yeah. So that was like their start. And that's why, like, I give them a lot of grace and stuff. And they, they have come to me even now, like still like, man, we wish we would have done this or we wish we would have done that. And I'm like, you know, you, uh, they only knew their environment, right? And that's what they were brought up in. They didn't have anybody to show them anything different. And so when my sister, so my mom ended up having my sister when she was 16. Okay. So a very young mom and then had me when she was um, 21. So still a, a you know, yeah. young mom. And so they moved, my dad knew that he wanted to leave West Virginia. They're, it was like coal mining jobs was the only thing there. Yeah. <laughs> so he he got a um a job with the phone company and was like send me wherever there's an opening in the United States I don't care where it is ended up being Virginia Beach so that's how they even like moved there oh and was that's he how was, you got there yeah so he was like just find that's me where anywhere. you only lived yeah so before Florida here you mm-hmm. only lived in Virginia Beach yeah so my sister was born in West Virginia after they had my sister that's when my dad was like we've got to leave here. Where can we go? Um, and they were like, "For well, Virginia Beach, Virginia is the only place with an opening. And so that's where they went. So then they had um, they had me. And so when they moved here, they didn't when they moved to Virginia, they didn't have anybody. There wasn't any family around. There wasn't friends. There wasn't anyone. And so being young parents, also not being Christian parents and, and that kind of thing, they were tired. So I, I give them like a lot of uh, I always tell them, like, it's OK. You know, like yeah. it's 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 OK. But we were um, they had kind of made friends with people. And uh, there was one guy in particular who my mom really trusted when my dad would go out of town. He'd come over and fix stuff at the house. He would um, he was just always around and like really became best friends with my parents. And so um he was like, like he, they called him like our godfather. Okay. You know, like I was going to say, oh, have that. Yeah. Right. So he was like our godfather. So then there were times where then my mom would be like, hey, like me and your dad are going to have a weekend. We want you to go spend the night. We would go spend the night with him. So like, again, that's something that's like pretty obvious that you shouldn't do with your children. But they were burned out. My parents were exhausted. My dad worked a lot, like a lot. And so, um, we would go over there for weekends and stuff. And so there was a time where uh, I was in a situation with him where I was sexually abused for a number of years. 
And so not knowing, because I was so young at the time, like not knowing what was going on or not yeah, knowing. Kids don't have that yeah. mental capacity. Yeah. And then it's like, I, and then I knew that this person was super close with my mom and right. dad. So I'm like, I don't want to go. It was the only person they sure. knew. And you kind of battle with like getting that person in trouble my parents like kid that's what i'm saying kids don't have that like mental capacity to be like they kind of just like stay hush hush on it yeah and so there was um i finally had got to a point where i was like okay like this is not something i was getting old enough to where i knew like something wasn't right and so i ended up going to my mom about it and um but it was just those those situations ended up making me like why i'm so protective as well of like who my kids are around who they stay with like I think there's some things that are a little bit like common sense right like you wouldn't like yeah. send your kid your daughters over to spend the night with like a single man but um yeah so that's kind of what happened with me and so growing up I was sexually abused for a number of years and then come to find out my sister who's older than me the same thing had happened to her with him and she never said anything and so it, it also showed me, too, though, like, as years went by, I kind of went in one direction. My sister went another. So, like, she battled with um, being an alcoholic. She battled with depression, all of this stuff because of that. Sure. Because she was it thrown. in that door. Right. In an environment. Things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and thank God she's overcome all of that stuff. Yeah, and now, she like, she's saved and, um, and my dad. And so, but growing up, that was what was going on and again like I had great parents they both worked very hard right it wasn't an issue of love no they they always tried to um they did the best that they knew how to right and so but we were put in situations that we never should have been put in there just there wasn't any wisdom on that part um and again their and their how they were brought up um had a lot to do with that and so like now my mom says like, oh, you're a helicopter parent because like I won't let her just go. OK, go. You can go to this person's house and spend right. the night or you can go spend the summer with this person. It's like, no, we don't do that. Like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same way with my kids now. They have friends in the neighborhood and they've been in, you know, invited for sleepovers. And I'm like, nope. yeah. I mean, like, if they want to come to our house, that's one thing. Yeah. You know, and if their parents feel the same way, like, I get it because I'm that parent. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that's great. You have a friend. Yeah. You know? And but I've told my at mom. at the same time, I don't know these people. And right. I always go by how I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let your spirit man be the guide in all situations. Well, and just like you said about the shows. So that's something I've even had now. Isabella's picking up on things and like she's feeling that like discernment. So when she yeah. watches something, she'll be like, Mommy, I don't think this is a good show. I don't think I should be watching. And I'm like, if you feel that way, no matter, like you said, no matter if it's on your age level or whatever, if you feel that way, then, then no, then turn it off. And so it's, it's, because I've been like that, now she's seeing it. Because now we're raising them differently, obviously, than how right. we were raised. Yeah. You took the, that environment, that situation, and then now, obviously, with Jesus mm-hmm. and being saved and living differently and on fire for God. And, you know, Bella just got filled with the Holy Spirit at a meeting yeah. recently. And just seeing that that change and that dynamic, you realize, like, I don't need the outside voices. I don't need someone else telling me what yep. to do. 
we have the word of God. And that's what I always like when I started the whole nonstop mom thing, movement, whatever. I had such a passion for moms and still do. And that's what I want to continue is like, we don't have to go by what the world's rating is. Right. You know, they're going to say this is okay. They're going to say this is PG. They're going to mm-hmm. say, but if, if, if it's something you don't want to allow, like for instance, for, for Madeline, up until now, she'll be 14. I was like, you're not watching these school Disney shows. You're not watching a scenario where in middle school it's a boyfriend, girlfriend crush, and I think you're cute, and the whole like, yeah. you know, does he like me? Does he think I'm pretty? And I always have taught my kids, I'm not the mom that's going to be like, you know, it's never going to happen. I know her right. dad says that, but... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I always say, hey, yeah. listen, if she finds someone like you, Ted, then it's OK. <laughs> you know, we got to. But, uh, you know, I, it, and I and I tell Madeline this. Mm-hmm. It's important we talk to our kids. Yeah, we don't have to just there are times where we shut things down. And it's because I said so. Mm-hmm. And then that's all that has to be given. But I've always made a point to communicate with my children and be like, well, this is this is why we're doing this. And I'll tell yeah. Maddie, I'll be like, listen, this is not appropriate for you now. It's something you can do later. I yeah. tell her, I'm like, each each stage of life, and as you get older, different things will come into your life. Different, you know, knowledge of things will come into your life. Yeah. But it's not appropriate. You know, what some kids know now at five is not appropriate for them. No. Because, like I said, their mental capacity, what they know, it 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 cannot register and that's what causes things to spiral out of control yeah. to spiral in different environments i've told isabella that i'm like uh you know they my my mom's asked like oh you should send her here for the summer can i get her for a week and and my mom lives with um a boyfriend and so like they're not married they live together and i'm always like no like mom you know i'm not doing that like you know what i'm not doing and then bella will say cause she's really close with my mom and she'll say like why can't i go to mimi's for this summer and i'm like there's just certain things i was and i've told her like god trusted me to raise you you know and so i'm the one that he has equipped to to raise you and your sister and so i'm gonna do what god tells me to do i'm gonna do the way he leads sure. me and so you will, you'll get all those outside voices and people not understanding, you know, and because there is so much thrown at you as a parent. There's so much advice thrown at you as a parent. There's so much, even when you go to the doctor, you have doctors saying like, I'm not going to see you unless you, and and it's a personal choice, but whether you vaccinate or, or whatever, I mean, there's so much and you can feel so much pressure that you end up being like, okay, I'll just do it. You cave. Okay. I'll just do it because right. it's what's easier, you know, sure. but you have to be able, no matter how tired you are, no matter what you really only have your kids. I'm realizing it more and more every day that you have them for such a short time when they're this little and this uh, under the training, you know, yeah. where the, in Proverbs to train a child up, you know, it, that training time is a shorter window yeah. than when they're older and departed from you. Yeah. And so you have to keep it sacred. You have to keep that part safe. I mean, like. And it's I, not that you don't get tired. It's not that there's sure. not. I, I get. Trust me. I'm, like I get tired. Yeah. Everybody it. does. It's it's a natural. I mean, you're it's it's hard work. It's a it's a lot of work, but it's so rewarding when you can see like I look at how she talks about Maddie and like I look at that and she is she's such a good girl and she is like what you would want your daughters to be like. And so that is that's so rewarding to be able to see that 
But yeah, it's like you are going to be tired. There are days where you're going to be like, just go over. You want to say, just go over to so-and-so. So go play. Go do that. But you cannot one time let your guard down just right. because of that. Because the effect of something else creeping in or, or coming in because you've let a door open is it the reward outweighs Absolutely. whatever that could happen. Yeah. Um, and I know like for me, like my parents were, they were just tired. And they needed a break and they didn't have anybody to help them. And so, which is the case for a lot of people, even like single moms. I mean, there's a lot of single moms. And Th- so there are. Um, and that's why it's important that single moms plug into a church mm-hmm. that ha- has that help. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the friendships and the stability and the help for it, because that is what, as Christians in the church, we are helping and responsible widows, you know, things yeah. like that, that we can step in and be like, listen, let me be that voice in your life. Let me be that help with your kids. Um, you know, and, and that's what we need to step up and do and not make it such a, a me, me, me thing. Right. But, but more like helping out because it, the, the environment, you know, I, I, um, I won't say where we were at a church one time and they wanted to put a movie on for the kids class. And it's a lot easier to just one be like, oh, well, it's at church. It's really no big deal. Or, you know, because I don't think people like to uh, stir the pot. And I feel like you don't have to come at people in a in a mean way if you just like don't want something to happen or disagree. Um, You don't have to have a mean tone. You know, it's just uh, stick with what you originally said about a situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this, this there's a particular, um, I think it was Pixar maybe or Disney or maybe they all own each other now, but there's a particular movie that I didn't want. Um, and I'll just, it's not like people probably, <laughs> I mean, because I'm sure their kids have seen it. But see, this is the point I'm making is this was something I didn't feel like it was for my children and my family and what I wanted them to watch. And it was this movie called Inside Out. And it was about um, emotions. The the cartoon was emotions that lived in your head. And it was like anger, sadness, joy was the name and something else. And so like for me, at my kids at that age, it was a lesson of these emotions ran the body that the br- it lived in the brain. Oh, I haven't and, seen it. Yeah, and so I was like, well, when that comes out, like my kids aren't seeing it because I, that's not how we live right. as Christians. And that was what I was convicted with as a parent. So if your kid has seen it, don't think that like I'm judging you because I'm not like that. Yeah, and it has to be up to the individual. You know what that's I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. For me, I was like, my kids are not going to see this because they're not they're not run by their anger. So when they're angry, we have self-control. We're going to learn not to have outbursts. When right. we're, you know what I mean? So that was the thing. So we went to this particular church and they wanted to show it in the kids class during the service where we were holding revivals at. And I wasn't like, how could you? You know what I mean? <laughs> like I didn't go after anybody. I just said, oh, is that okay? Well, I'm just going to have Madeline sit sit in service with me you know and they wanted to find out why like I didn't come at them and say I can't believe you're watching this movie and this and that I just they came when they asked me I just said well that's just that's just a movie that we're you know I I was not gonna have my my kids watch and but but that's 
that you can still do your class. Like she can come into service with me. I don't mind at all. I'm not, you know, and they were like, no, 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 no. We won't watch it. And so, you know, they, they made an accommodation, but that, that's a, that was a choice and a stance I had to take of that's not the environment and doesn't always have to be a dark environment like yours where, you know, you were sexually abused or it it doesn't have to be one of those super dark moments. It's just the environment of, I didn't want Madeline to see that movie and I took a stance and I just stuck with it. Yeah. It's just about protecting them as a whole in the way that God's uh, told you to do it. And like you said, it could, it's, you're always going to have these moments as a parent where it's right. like, uh, you're going to have decisions to make, you're going to have to, to make decisions for right. them. And so it, yeah, it's, it's stuff even like that. We're, we're the same way. Bella will be like, Oh, I want to see that. And then I'm like, mm, no, there's things in there that I don't think are appropriate, yeah. you know, whatever, even like as far as, um, it was, uh, like a bathing suit. So this was like a recent one. Somebody had given them a bathing suit and it was like a two piece bathing suit. So I have a five and a seven year old, if you don't know. And, um, instantly Ralph was like, "Mm -mm, Nope. He said, why, why did you buy that? I was like, I didn't buy that for them. (laughs) Was it not me? (laughs) First of all, (laughs) we've already had issues with songs. It was not me. He's like, what is happening? What's happening? Wow. Before he had issues with songs. As if you're going around the house teaching your kids. Yeah. What is saying that's not What is happening while I'm at work? So he was like, why would you? And I was like, I didn't. That was not me. That was not my decision. But like we had to say to them, like they thought it was cute because of the color, whatever. And we were like, no, like it's shows too much. Like, you know, it's inappropriate. Right. And so, but then like, you know, we go places and they see girls and way less. And, but now they're like, mom, that is so inappropriate. And I'm like, do you see, you see why it's inappropriate? But it's, it'll be little things like that even as far as like, and that, but see, what you that's want them a to choice wear. between you and Ralph. Right. Other so, people are, are perfectly okay with the person who sent it to them is a Christian. No, right. no problem. It's not being how. a Christian. It's right. just what your environment and yeah. what you feel with your kids right. that way. Yes. And not caring what other people have to have to say about it or think about it or what they do in their home. Um, it's it's your house and they're your children. Right. And so it's you can't think about what everybody else is doing or what other people allow or or any of that. Um, yeah, so that's something that Ralph and I, I mean, we stick with what we feel. Right. That's and why I'm big on it all comes with different seasons of different ages. Yes. It's yeah. not that I have never worn a two piece. Right. Or still own one, though that's kind of going out the window soon. <laughs> I mean, I'm for tanning, I'm I do. 40 now. <laughs> Like, I'm going to be that chick soon. You're like, oh, I don't think she should be wearing that (laughs) two-piece. I mean, I do. Did you see what she was wearing? (laughs) But I also do it, like, you know, in my backyard or... I'm not like, you know, yeah. there's certain places. So when I've told Bella, I'm like, it's not that you can't ever have one or right. ever That's wear one. My kids. But I'm like at seven and five. It's I mean, they'll mean never dad. be wearing a crop top. That's something they'll never be yeah. doing. Yeah, that's like another thing. <laughs> But a decent two piece at some point, you know? yeah. And I've but told that's them the that. thing. I'm all. I'm not like that mom, it's, right? It's just in this season, while you're young, and we're working on training you, 
there's going to be certain things that are allowed in our household. And I always yeah. say that to them. I'm like, listen, so-and-so are great faith-filled Christians, but you are Shuttlesworth. And so if it's not allowed within our family and our rules and what we can say, you know, some, some kids say things and they're not bad words and they're not, right. you know, I've never allowed my kids to say shut up. Yeah, I don't like that either. And so, but that's, that's I, I don't look at it as a bad word that way. I just right. didn't feel like it was appropriate for my kids to say it. Yeah, it and just so, sounds ugly. And that and that's how and that's how <laughs> parents are. They'll get yeah. really offended or if you don't like and it's like, no, that's just how I'm raising my kids and that's mm-hmm. that's the environment we're keeping them. It's not that they're never gonna say shut up. Right. Or it's not life. that anybody else is doing anything <laughs> wrong. Right. It's not that. It's just um being okay with raising your children the way you want to raise them in your home um, and sticking with it. And yes. And you have, there's going to be moments where it's going to be a little uncomfortable. It could be a friend. I've had it with my family where I have to say like, no. And, and it's not that I don't love them. It's not that, you know, we don't like to be around or, or whatever, but there's certain moments I've had to tell certain family members, like you can't come over my house because you do this, this, and this that I don't want my kids around. And, and so I'm sorry, but like we can't be around right. it. And so Not there's that you g- don't love them. Yeah, or there's going to be like moments that. where stuff is it might be a little uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, you have to think back. Did I do everything um, or did I cave? Like were there moments where I caved where where I, I shouldn't have? And then, you know, little things c- can happen or you open doors or whatever. But yeah, it's. And because every kid's different. So like there's stuff that Maddie could see in a show or a movie and there's no effect whatsoever. On the other hand, for Brooklyn, it takes her to a whole nother level where it could open a door of, I mean, like it could be the the most silly stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, but but for some reason, if it gets in Brooklyn's mind a certain way, Mm -hmm. it totally, you know, and then we're quoting verses on not fearing and this and that but it really wasn't a super scary thing it's just how she interpreted it in her mind yeah so as parents we have to understand and know that gauge with each kid individually for protecting them you know and what they see what they hear who they're around who they're around yeah because it affects because kids all have different personalities they do yeah Bella and Jasmine are very much that way you know Bella is way more sensitive (laughs) jazz can see stuff and laugh at it and bella's like i can't sleep you know (laughs) okay what just happened here (laughs) yeah so yeah it's knowing your kids too you know but yeah who they're around who's um that's one reason why i chose to homeschool i never had a desire to homeschool ever yeah me neither in life I was good on that. I didn't ask to do it. <laughs> I was good. I did not ask to do it. <laughs> no desire. I had no yeah, anything. Yeah, I never. I never was even like, saw myself doing this. Mm-mm. I was like, nope, that will never be me. And But then, as they came around, you actually told me something one time. I think it was when I was pregnant with Bella. Ooh, I, let's I can't hear remember. this wisdom. Oh, no, she can't remember it. <laughs> I, can, I can't remember who I was pregnant with. <laughs> I think it was B. But you said there will be a time when um, 
Like it'll be school age time or something and you were like, and I'm telling you, you were like, it is going to be very hard to just send them off into the world after like you've been with them. You're like, it's going to be really hard because I had, I was having these, I started having these feelings of like, man, am I going to send them to daycare? Am I going to like, I can't imagine that for me. I couldn't imagine like I I started getting that like, oh man, now what am I going to do? I don't want somebody else spending all day with them. And so, and even though like days are challenging and they're with me all day, you know how busy, I mean, everything is, but I never saw myself homeschooling, but then it like clicked for me when it was time for Bella to go to school. I said, I don't know what this teacher could be carrying in. And not that their intentions are bad or anything like that, but they're they're with your kid all day long. Right. And so I started thinking for for Ralph and I, it was super important that we were like, okay, who are they spending time with all day? Who who's who's with them all day? And it came and you know, it was the same thing for me when I was younger. It was who I was with all day, most days. He would like pick me up from school. I would spend weekends, like all kind of stuff, because that's who my mom was like. I need help. This person's going to be spending all the time with you. And so I think about that even when it came time for the girls to go to school. So then I was like, man, am I really going to homeschool? And so for us, it was the best decision because of that. I wanted to protect their environment even more so. Yeah. And so as hard as it is, as challenging as it can be for us, uh, that was a form of protection that we felt to do because I didn't want them being with people who I, who I didn't know all day. Right. You know, when when Ted was the youth pastor, he had a mom come in um, who had a daughter who was acting a fool. And (laughs) she tried to give Ted the business, like blaming him. What are you teaching? What are you even doing? And he was like, hold up. And then he made her do some math. And it was like, how many days are in a week? How many hours are in a day? Yeah. How many hours are in a week? And then he like broke it down for her and was like, I get her for two hours on one day a week. What's happening all the other hours? Yeah. Where is she? What are you doing? What are you saying? What are you pouring into it? And it just goes to show you like, yeah, you know, that whole like it takes a village. Yeah, you can have help. But that at the end of the day, right. what they see you do how they see you talk, how they see you react, how they see you, you, you yeah. is, is going to be their product. What do you allow? What are you and they're okay watching. With? Like you know they're I mean? watching. What, yeah. it, you know, so that's why I, I wanted to take this podcast to encourage to be like, listen, what God's given you is so precious and we have the ability to raise them right. I don't, I don't care what this world tells you. Like, you know, we hope that they turn out okay. We hope for the best. Like, I, I don't hope for nothing. I can know that I know that I know that my kids are going to be okay. But I have to take action. And I yeah. have to be the main voice outside of the Holy Spirit. You know, the shepherd's voice in their life and be there and communicate. Not all conversations are comfortable with our kids. No, when you have to yeah. start talking about grow up, growing up things. You know, not all of that's easy But I've always told Madeline as I've started to kind of get into some of those conversations with her, um, I always say, listen, Maddie, one thing I always tell her is like, if you have questions about anything, even if you feel like it's embarrassing, come to me or come to your dad. 
Because I said, we're always going to be the ones that tell you the truth. We're always going to explain it the right way. We're going we're gonna to always tell you the right thing. Yeah. You know, so I was like, don't ever like be bashful about, you know, some things are just embarrassing to talk about with your parents. But I've always just like stressed to her, like, we have your best interests. Like, we will always be the ones for you no matter what because you know they got their best friends and they got this yeah. and they think you know ride or die <laughs> but it, but you know most of them are you know <laughs> you thought I was gonna say die I no. did I, most of them are not gonna die I'm not wishing oh. death on any friends I, I mean like, like oh, we're going they'll there. be with you for a season or they'll be with you for you know there's very few friends that are with you from when you're like six years old oh no that's <laughs> true more. I've had to cut friends before and, and like and realize will. like you this will. person is with me for this there are season seasons and that's of it friends, and then they sure. yeah and they <laughs> Jenna off something. Oh, so you're off. You're voted <laughs> off. What was that show? You're voted off of the island. Um, scavenger. What was it? Scavenger. Oh, you're young. Um. Oh my goodness. Not scavenger. No. Uh. Google Alex. Alex. What the heck is it called? What is it that you're voted off the island? The no, what? Alex. <laughs> what did he, he said naked and afraid. I never watched it. Alex. It wasn't Scavenger. Think it back was in my um, day. It uh, wasn't alone. You're it's, voted off. Um, it's right there. It starts with a B. Um, where's Ted? Where's Ted? <laughs> He's home watching our kids. <laughs> I do trust Ted with the kids. Oh my gosh. What is it? No, that's too no. long. What is it that you're voted Everyone off? Everyone that's listening to this, all the all everybody's saying is what it is. right now. Yes. Oh I man. To say bachelor. <laughs> I wish we were alive. Um, it was the first survivor. Yes, Good job, Alex. You were right at the beginning. You started with an S. You said scavenger, <laughs> but I, I mean that didn't make sense. But you got we're going there with the S. <laughs> it was survivor. Survivor. That was the first like uh, outdoor reality show that was like that. Yeah, but you got voted off. So, so I don't with know where all we of went. that <laughs> ten minutes later that we figured out that Jenna's friends were voted off the. Oh, island. they were voted. <laughs> Couldn't remember what that point was. They got voted off. They got voted. Off. No, I was saying that all your friends aren't going to be there. They're yes. like through a season, um, you know. And so I just tell Maddie like. Listen, and then I'll tell Brooklyn as she gets a little bit older and, you know, Ted will deal with Teddy, (laughs) you know, just being the dad. But, you know, come to us. Come to us. So we're always going to tell you the right thing. Thank you so much for joining me. Part one with Jenna as we talked about protecting your kids. Next week, join us for part two.